Welcome to Healing with Purpose podcast, a place where we discuss how healing ourselves helps us find our purpose. I'm your host, Kenya Marie. Let's get into it. What is up? Welcome back to a, another episode. I am definitely excited for all of you that have been joining Healing with Purpose. Tell me, of course, and I want to take this quick second to say thank you, thank you. I'm very excited to work with you and help you walk through the stages of healing your body and changing your mindset. And so super excited if you have been interested in joining, um, but want to learn more information, just go to my Instagram. I've been sharing a lot of information on it and the link in my bio will take you straight to our website as well. So, um, one of the things that we talk about in the healing of purpose course is having a morning routine, but not just having a morning routine like anything, I like to explain why we do things, right? Why is it important to have some form of morning routine and what could we be doing? So today I want to talk about the four things that I wish I knew to implement into my morning routine much earlier than I did. Four things I wish I knew to really just help me start my day on such a positive foot and in a state of mind where I am intentional, I am excited, I am uh, optimistic. And, you know, if only I would have been practicing these things much earlier on in life, um, I would have just, you know, been happier earlier on in life. So um, if you want to be happy and you want to develop a morning routine, here are four things that I wish I knew. The first is actually something that we do the night before. And that is to stop looking at a screen right before bed. Stop. Digitally detox. I can't even tell you how much better it is to not stare at a screen the last hour if you can't before you go to bed. Okay, I know there's so many of you that are thinking, okay, Kenya, but I actually need to listen to the TV to fall asleep. Bullshit. <laughs> you don't. What's happened is if you is you've conditioned yourself to now think you need to have the television on to go to sleep or scroll on your phone to go to sleep, but it's not it's not healthy and there's too much research that proves that and supports that. And also, it disrupts what is going on in your subconscious mind while you sleep meaning unless you are you know I mean actually I'm not even going to say it don't look at a screen before you go to bed just try it out okay digitally detox my suggestion is at least an hour before bed that might sound very scary for some of you so even just saying 30 minutes you know even just doing 30 minutes of a digital detox for the next seven days try it out and tell me how you feel But that is something that I, you know, the number one thing that I wish I implemented earlier on in life, um, definitely like in college, because by not staring at a screen, I wake up, I'm feeling refreshed, I'm feeling alert. Um, I am, you know, processing other things than what I was watching on television, right? I'm processing things like my, my dreams or my, you know, having peaceful dreams or exciting dreams or fun dreams and not like the gory, you know, fight scene from the Game of Thrones, right? So it's just, it makes a massive difference and it's amazing. So digitally detox at least an hour before bed. The second thing that I wish that I knew in order to have a healthier routine is to 
do something for my body. Do something for my body. I used to get up in the morning and like go about my day. Well, usually get up, you know, after scrolling on my phone for a while, I would get up and I would like instantly just start getting ready for school or getting ready for work. And then I'd be on my way and always, you know, mid morning, especially as I'm getting older, like midday, my back is cramping. My legs feel stiff. Like nothing feels loose or flexible or, you know, like, like it can breathe, you know, and I realize it really starts with my morning. If you think about it, we're laying in bed for, you know, eight hours, if we're getting our full sleep, um, you know, eight hours, just kind of stiff, and then we wake up and we expect to just, you know, have our body work for us. But our, our body is like a car, right? And I use this analogy all the time with my fitness clients, but our body is like a car. And if we just, you know, had a parked car for, you know, eight months, let's say, and you just go into the parked car that hasn't been touched or turned on in eight months and we just turn it on and instantly like rev it into like the highest gear and like try to go at it. Like, I don't know if that's the healthiest thing for a car. I'm not a car person, so I'm going out on a limb here. But the things I've heard about cars is you got to warm it up a little bit. You got to turn it on, let it warm up a little bit and then be on your merry way, right? So our body is the same way. We don't just want to get up and expect it to show up for us. We want to get up and we want to love it. We want to wake it up we want to move it maybe even if that's just like neck circles or arm circles or maybe you do a yoga practice maybe you go on a little brisk you know morning walk that's what I do uh, maybe you stretch for 10 minutes but do something in the morning to honor your body and wake it up and get it ready and prepared for the day okay so that's number two the third thing that I wish I knew to implement into my mornings much earlier than I did was to do something in the morning for my mind. So we're doing something for our body by moving our body. But we also want to do something for our mind. I love to process what came up for me in the morning. Um, like what came up for me during my dreams. And the more you practice meditation, the easier this becomes. The more you get into that space where you're able to visualize or communicate with the other side or, um, you know, design a idea, like the more that you do it during your meditative practices, the easier this becomes at night. And I can't tell you how many times I'll wake up and, I will have these ideas that seem to have come from nowhere and I just go straight to, you know, not straight, but after I like wake up my body, whatever, do my, do my little meditation and then I'll just start journaling, you know? So meditation could be even a thing that you do for your mind as well, but you know, meditate on like what you were thinking about or what you were dreaming about. Just sit there. And, and how I do this, by the way, I don't just like get up and, and go. I, my alarm goes off. I turn off my alarm and I stay there for another like five to 10 minutes. So I don't necessarily go back to sleep and how I don't go back to sleep is I sit up. So my alarm will go off, turn off my alarm and then I'll, I'll usually like sit up. Um, lights are still off and my eyes are usually still closed, but I'm up. And so I'm a little bit more awake. I'm getting out of that like deep sleep mode and I will sit there and I'll just kind of think, uh, or, or actually not think is exactly what I'm doing. I'll just be. And 
I'll let my mind kind of start to wake up and uh, allow that process of whatever was down in my, you know, subconscious mind that was like, oh, this needs to come to conscious awareness tomorrow morning. Like I, I let those things come naturally and slowly and I process them um, later on in the day or, you know, when I'm doing my journaling practice in the morning. But I'll wake up and I will just be for like five, 10 minutes and then I'll actually get up. I'll go into a separate room. This is key because I used to do this in bed and then I would kind of fall back asleep or get tired or whatever. So I get up, I go into a separate room or if you, if you are, you know, um, don't have a separate room to go to, you can just go to a, a different area of your room, right? So maybe you put together some like cute little nook, um, you know, maybe it's a little chair or a little pillow on the ground or something that you can sit at. Um, maybe it's outside on your balcony, whatever, but go into a different room. And then this is where you want to really do something for your mind. So you can journal, you can journal about what your day is going to look like. You could journal about what you dreamed about. If you remember, you can journal about, um, what you're grateful for, right? These are the things I recommend for morning meditations or morning journalings. I don't really recommend uh, processing like deep traumas in the morning. I usually like to save that for the afternoon or the evening, but um, journaling something that makes you feel good and makes you get excited for the day. Um, And definitely expressing gratitude is like so incredibly healthy um, to do, you know, in the morning. And so you could journal, you can meditate again, you could read, maybe you're someone that likes to read. So maybe you read the, um, I don't know what, I don't know what you read, maybe whatever, but maybe you read like a book, um, on, you know, something that has nothing to do with what you do for work, but something that you're actually super interested in. So like, maybe you're like really interested in like Pokemon or something, but like you don't put attention to it, um, because you're busy at your like corporate job, but you're like, "Mm, this is my time to like think about Pokemon. I don't know. Maybe you read about Pokemon. I don't know why Pokemon came into my mind. Um, I don't know. Maybe you're into like cars. So you start reading about cars. Maybe you're into you know, whatever, like trauma healing or healing your body or growing your glutes, or I don't know, but you could read. And I think that's an amazing thing to do in the morning, especially if you are one of those people that's like, I want to read, but I don't have time. And I always have these goals to like finish these books, but I never do like read in the morning, do something for your mind, wake it up and put it information in there that, you know, you're curious about. So That is the third thing that I like to do in the morning. I wish I started actually implementing this earlier in my life is do something for my mind. So first thing is, you know, do not stare at your screen until you go to bed, right? So digitally detox. Number two is do something for your body when you wake up. Number three, do something for your mind when you wake up. And the last, the last thing that I really wish I did in the morning earlier on in life was to spend some time with my highest self. Spend some time with your God. Take that time to connect, go in, have dialogue, give thanks, whatever, and then go about your day. This is a relationship that we absolutely have to foster. We cannot let this relationship die. We have to make sure that we are active within this relationship and we are doing, you know, playing our role that we need to play. Think about a relationship that you have in like in human form. Like think about the relationship you have with your partner, perhaps your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, maybe, uh, you know, uh, think about your relationship with them or an ex and think about what happens when you stop fostering that relationship. What happens when you stop fostering that relationship is you lose connection. You may lose love, perhaps. But you lose the connection that you once had. 
And over time, it could be hard to gain back. The same thing happens with our God or our highest self, universe, love, whatever, wherever you get your sense of peace from. We have to foster that relationship just like we have to foster a healthy physical relationship that we have here. So connect with your highest self. I do that through a chakra alignment meditation every morning. It's been absolutely game changer. It's been really special. Um, And it's a moment that I, you know, will sit and just clear one of my, you know, clear my energy. I, you know, look into, you know, looking up into my third eye and I just, you know, ask for my highest self to come down, my spirit guides to come down um, or to, to become present. And that's when I connect. Hello, hello. You know, like I know it sounds crazy probably, but this is what helps me get through my day. This is what helps give me guidance. This is what helps give me peace of mind. This is what helps um, me stay positive and, you know, through hard times. This is uh, what gives me direction for the day. I mean, it's just so, so crazy. Like it's like a blueprint and it's able to just like, you know, it's like instruction, um, but instruction that you're like actively participating in. So you're like, okay, what, what can I do today to like make my day happier or healthier? What can I do today to be like 1% better? What can I do today to heal something I need to heal? What can I do today? What like to, um, you know, challenge myself or to reach out to someone or what, whatever, help someone else out today. Like it's just your time to like really think about these things and then you go about your day and you do it. So the last thing that I really wish I did earlier um, and implemented into my morning routine was connect with my higher self. So I hope this was a l- more helpful <laughs> um, feedback on on morning routine. I know we talk about morning routine all the time and usually what we'll see is just like a list of things that you should do uh, in the morning. And of course, there are so many things that are helpful in developing a strong, you know, mindset for the day but you know more than just like making your better taking a cold shower which are great things to do in the morning like aside from that I think these are the four things that truly helped me heal and so um start implementing it see if you like it digitally detox an hour before bed wake up and do something move your body whether it's you know going on a small walk or stretching out or whatever do something for your mind journal meditate and ultimately connect with your higher self maybe that looks like meditation which is what mine looks like maybe for you that looks like you know praying um whatever that looks like make sure that you're connecting so that you can always have that line of communication open so um i hope this was helpful if you are someone who is looking to heal you want the step-by-step process then join us in our 10-week course healing with purpose it is a 10-week course that is designed to walk you through the stages of healing so please join us you can check it out on my instagram i am kenya marie underscore and all of the information is right there in the link in my bio thank you so much for being here thank you for taking an active role in your own healing by healing yourself you heal the world i'll talk to you next time to continue your healing journey join me in my 10-week course healing with purpose This all-encompassing course is comprised of teachers, healers, and holistic practitioners who teach you how to find your purpose in life by walking you through the stages of healing. By the end of the 10 weeks, you will have a deeper understanding of who you are and what your purpose is and the tools and resources to heal your body and manage your mind. To apply for our course, click the link in my bio, I am Kenya Marie underscore, and we'll see you in there.